a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Hey guys, welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver, joined by our mystery man, Sharpie. How are we all? I'm surprised I keep remembering your nickname, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was thinking of it, I was trying to remember it as I was going along. But um, as there's only one week left in the NBA, we'll do, we're going to go through our, we're not going to go through all three teams. Whether you did the notes for all three teams, I don't know, but we'll just go through our first teams for all NBA all-defense and all-rookie. Um, we'll start at all-NBA first. So the layout is two guards, two forwards, and a center. So um, we'll start at, obviously, the guards. Who do you think the two guards are that make it? Uh, well, I don't know. I wouldn't put Curry there because he hasn't mm. played many games. I'd probably go Harden. Harden? Yeah, I reckon. He, oh, I mean, he's missed a few games as well, but he's done well. Mm. And uh, DeRozan, if you're going to class him as, a, are you going to class him as a guard? He's been playing a lot at you, the forward. You forgetting Jar? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to put just for now. I'm going to put um Jar there as well. Actually, did you forget I, about him, or you just didn't think he was? Yeah, I completely, I completely forgot. That is so was, bad for me. I was um, like, wait, is he? Is he? doesn't think he's in there or if he's just no, completely no, no. forgot well, yeah yeah i completely forgot. that is my bad i was writing down <laughs> my notes for the other team i completely forgot um yeah so jar and DeRozan take garden out so i have jar and Doncic, um yeah. because i'm a big Doncic fan i guess what, what's your I, I feel like it's a hard argument between them two because obviously they both help their teams and when DeRozan was out they absolutely sucked but it's just it's weird because when jars out their team still mm. does well and yeah. they're a lot better <laughs> offensively so. they're, they're number one defense and number one office ah offense, offense when he's not without, playing yeah. which is ridiculous that's why he's not the mvp <laughs> um but uh, i look i'll give it i'll let because we're going to do a combined we're gonna, we'll do a combined one so it makes it i'll give it DeRozan because he's never going to make a pack in here again, I don't think. And Doncic yeah. is going to make, um, I dare say, he'll make future teams. Um, two forwards. Who have you got? Uh, Giannis, obviously. Yep, that's that's the one that I have as well. I mean, you can't go past it. I would have put Jimmy in there, but he kept missing games. Oh. <laughs> oh, you hate Jimmy, though. Yeah, absolutely hate him. Oh, you just love um, him shooting one of nine from three against you or from the field or whatever he did. And he choked against the Knicks. Absolute spastic. <laughs> um, and a bit of an outsider, Tatum. Oh, that's exactly who I had. I When you said outside, I'm like, oh, he's going to go friggin' Levine or... Nah, I didn't, nah, nah. Who, else, who else would you... Because I've got Tatum as well. It depends on whether you class... Because obviously it's going to be um, Jokic and Embiid in the first team. Well, that's the thing. You can't. I I went over 
the who was it? They were discussing with like Zach Lowe or someone, and the rules are so say Jokic gets the most first place, uh, most center votes, um, and Embiid gets more center votes than he does power forward votes or forward votes. Um, and B yeah. can't make the team because he's got too many centre votes and they take the priority one. So it's more than likely going to be have to be one or the other, which I think is kind of stupid when both of them should obviously be in there. Yeah, there's two of them are going to be mm. like the top two MVP votes. So. But um, out of the, if you had to like put another small forward in there or a power forward, who do you really have anyone off the top of your head that you reckon you'd put in there? Because I'm just trying to think now. AD. <laughs> KD, yeah, KD, maybe. obviously, yeah. Oh, geez, I, compl- I completely forgot about him too. I'm just, I'm not even really. Bit out I'm, of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know who, other, any other good, like, forwards that have had really good seasons, could, to be you honest. Could put Le- you could put LeBron in there. Yeah. But I feel like he'll be second team. Yeah, he he will make a team. I mean, it's LeBron and... There's two oh, forward spots. You, you can't, you can't yeah, not and have him, especially after this season. And he's probably leading. The, he's going to win the scoring title, you would think. Um, yeah. Now down to centre. I'm presuming you want to put Embiid. Yeah, but I I feel more uh, these like ever since Harden joined the team, I've gone mm. more towards Jokic. Yeah, because he's not doing as much. But like Jokic is the way he's playing. Yeah, especially like over the last twenty-five games, you've got to put Jokic in there. So I'm going to go with Jokic. That last game he had was um, just oh, unreal, twenty-six, nineteen, and twelve or something. But um, those are two K numbers right there. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. Oh, you're my uh, big big sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what a man he is. Um, quick question: Do you think? Do you think the since? Like last Embiid's last two games against the other two MVP candidates, he's played well, but they've lost. Do you reckon that has an effect on any of the MVP voting, or do you feel like it's if they've decided they've they're not going to get their minds changed by a couple of games here and there? Uh, yeah, probably. I think they're not really going to change much. Yeah, yeah. So this is our. By the way, this is our prediction, so we'll see how right we are. So we have a guards Jar and DeRozan, forwards are Tatum and Giannis, and center is Jokic. So um, I don't really see anyone missing out. De- De- I, Demar might miss out, but geez, you could replace him with Doncic, Booker, Chris Paul. Did you? We didn't even consider yeah, Booker. Actually, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, it's another one as well where he's might have missed a couple of games. Yeah, but Ooh, I'll put I, a I, I would, I would. It, 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 it's shit because Booker has been playing well, obviously mm. the Phoenix's record. So it felt like he got a lot of MVP hype just out of nowhere. Like they'd been going about their stuff, and then he all of a sudden on the five-year anniversary or whatever his seventy-point game, he dropped a forty-nine-point ten assist game, and then everyone was discussing him about being. MVP and I'm like, where the hell's this all come from? I mean, you can't argue with it, but yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, we'll move on to our all defense team. We'll go to the guards again. Who have you got? Uh, I've got Drew Holiday and Mikel Bridges. Really? Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to put... Is Bridges classed as a guard? I mean, he plays there. You could also class him as a forward. But yeah. I mean, if, I, if, I'm gonna have to, if I have to replace a guard just for Bridges, I'll take him out and I'll put Derek White in. Well, I've got... So I've... Um... I've left one out because I want to discuss it, but I and I kind of want to make sure of it before I um, before I give you the wrong answer. But when I checked last, would you believe who? Take a guess at who's favourite to win the award right now. Giannis. Mm-mm. I'll give you a couple more guesses. Is he a guard? Bam is second. So Bam's second. Oh, Rudy probably because he's always favorite. No. Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. That's fair. He. So do you reckon he makes it into the team? He's probably flying under the radar with that. Mm. But that's that's actually pretty cool that he's got there. He's a great defender. Um, And as you said, you'd start, you'd build your team around him. Uh, Exactly. So, yeah, I died. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd probably put him in there now. So we're putting Smart instead of. Who was your first player you said? Drew Holiday. I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably Holiday. All right, we'll put Smart there. Um, our forwards, who we got for forwards? Giannis, I'm guessing. Giannis. Yep. Um, I've got one that I really think should be in there, and I'm pretty sure. Would Bam be classed as one? I think he's a center, though. He, I feel like he's technically a center just because Yeah. who else is big on the heat? Tucker plays power yeah. forward for him, but true, true. Um, Herb Jones from Pelicans, he, he's done really yeah. well. He's I've, a small forward, so I've got Jaron Jackson Jr. I've got him as well. He's my center. <laughs> yeah, he's lead the NBA in blocks. Is he your center? Yeah, he is underrated. He's and very underappreciated. Good. I but, think, but then again, so is Robert Williams. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm going to put Jaron in there. At forward, we reckon, so we can open up the center spot for a few others. Uh, so who have I got? Smart. Bridges, Giannis. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. JJ Jr. Triple J. Um, so center, who are we got? Are you putting in Mobley or are we going with Bam? Go bam. Yeah, I'll just I'll just go bam. Bam. Bam bam. As much as we as hate much as I hate Miami <laughs> and their fans. And Lockie. And on and on Twitter. <laughs> they all suck. Especially they suck because they can't even beat the Knicks. Hey, the Knicks are still mathematically possible making yeah, it possible to paying eighty one dollars to get in. <laughs> oh, that's chuck a fiver on that. Um so our all defense team, Marcus Smart. Mikael Bridges, Giannis, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Bam. So I think I think it's I would be surprised if more than one of those players is not in the um first team. But we'll go to our final one, all rookie. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put K there because that's obvious yep. at guard. We're gonna have Scotty Barnes at a full some forward position. And we're gonna have Mobley at center or forward. What do you think? I can't really think of any other center. I'm trying to. Th- I mean, you could have Yurtsevin or whatever his name is from the Heat. Yeah, but that's a good shout. Yeah. Um, I think they would put. I don't know. Would they put him at center just because of his height? 
Like, even though he hasn't yeah. played centre there. You'd, you'd expect. Yeah. We'll put Mobley at centre, but if we think I of it... I wouldn't put Yurtsman in, though. Yeah. As, for the first team. He's probably the only other rookie centre that I can really remember off the top of my head. Yeah, well, usually they might just put a forward there. So there's two spots left. I, I'm pretty sold on my two spots, but I want to hear you go first. So your other guard, is it Josh oh, Giddy? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Josh I wanted to make sure you wouldn't say, um, what's his name? Jalen Green. Because nah. have you seen him? He's moved up. He's above. shot up. He's shot up. He, he's fourth. He's above Franz and Giddy in Rookie of the Year. Mm. Like, come on now. Giddy still won every Rookie of the Year. And Franz has been... I feel like he's getting a bit more acknowledgement at least the second half of this year. And is that yeah. who you're going with your forward? Franz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a pretty easy team. So, obviously, is that the... Basically, the top six... It's the top six picks without Jalen Green. Which... Yeah, and Suggs, I think. Mm. Can't remember where Suggs got drafted. because nah, Giddy was six, and Franz was. Oh, did Franz like fall was... out of the? He fell out. Franz of the was six. like eighth, was he? Yeah, he was. Sorry, that's my Jeez, I should know better than that. Because I think it went Moody, Franz. Yeah, yeah, Franz went eight. Eight. Jesus, God, that's a steal and a half for him. But um, I think that's a pretty. To be honest, out of all those three teams, the only one that I might see changing is the All-NBA first team because Demar, Jokic, whether it's Embiid, hmm. if they figure a way to get him in there. But um, I feel like honourable mentions for the rookie team would probably be like Kaminga, Davion Mitchell. Um, Kaminga's been very solid the second half of this season. Yeah. And oh, he spent most of the time in the G League, which at the start I did not expect him to be in there hmm. at all. You um, might put um, Jalen Green in there now, but there needs to be an all-improved team. <laughs> <laughs> Can just put Teo Maladone, Poku, few Thunder legends. Um, we'll move on to just a few topics in the NBA that's going around. Lakers today lost by I don't I think it was twenty something in the end, but Doncic nearly had a triple double at halftime. They lost by like yeah. 20, 28 or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. They came back. 18. Um, without LeBron, obviously. They are 11th behind the Spurs now. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, play in, surely. Yeah, I don't think they will. And Even, just, though, even though LeBron and AD, like AD especially, is about to make his fifth comeback for the rest <laughs> of the season. And I'm sure they'll have a highlights package of how good he was. Two years ago. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> Um, Shut it down. My question is, like, we won't go in depth about this. And I know that a lot of comparisons are going to say that it to Jordan and stuff. Does finishing outside the plane not ruin his legacy, but put a, like, degrade it a bit. Not degrade it, but tarnish it a bit. I feel like it's a dickhead to round it, man. I'm really in it. Yeah. Like it's it's his legacy set in stone, but yeah, and they argue LeBron and Michael are arguably going to be one and two in the goat debate no matter what. But I feel you're always going to have a Jordan person say that um, LeBron didn't make the play in, and then you're always going to have a LeBron player say that 
Jordan played for the Wizards. The, yeah. Well, I mean, you could class that Wizards team as what the Lakers team are now, right now. But yeah, but th- then that the Jordan people just say they didn't have AD, um, mm. Westbrook, all these other players, and I feel like that's where LeBron's issue lies. He liked all the he liked obviously AD. He wanted Westbrook, wanted Taylor Horton Tucker, wanted Malik Mark. He got wanted... rid of all the players he didn't want. He got rid of Kuzma, mm. KCP, and all that, and then. What happened? Hope he's not the GM of the Thunder in the future. <laughs> um, Especially with his call when he said that Derek's, uh, Derek, uh, who's it? Derek Smith Jr. should have been a Nick and everything. And now uh, look where he is. Huh? Barely, barely getting a game for um, Portland. Oh, it sounds like a Chris Dunn type of story. <laughs> Both just falling off a cliff. Um, we'll go to a bit better news. The Timberwolves, uh, they're currently in the seventh seed. They're a couple of games behind um, the Nuggets, but they're more than likely going to be in the play-in. Have, have they surprised you this year or did you expect them to at least get into the I top mean, six or make the play-in? I expected it last season, but yeah, no, they've, mm. they've really shot out. They're obviously not at their full potential yet. I think Cat's starting to enter his prime years, so that's where they need to start going now. Um, Do you think this team's still built to be around towns or do you feel like it should move towards um anthony edwards yet i feel or... like i feel like it was always built around towns but yeah edwards is it's taken off and he's gone further than what d'lo is mm. at the moment which is sad um <laughs> considering how much hype he had around him in brooklyn especially that was yeah and obviously at the lakers but that mm. didn't work out but um yeah, no, I, I think it's still built built around Cat at the moment. And I don't know how you couldn't, to be honest. Like, he shoots the three that well. He's not, mm. I wouldn't say he's a top two or three centre in the league just yet, but he's at least right around there. I mean, Jokic and Bede and then Bam, Gobert, him. Um, but I, I feel like previous years, the Wolves have always just, They've been expected to make the playoffs and then they just disappoint. They find a yeah. area where they just lose like five or six games in a row or go on a losing streak. And I always give shit to my mean mates who's a Timberwolves fan, but it's it's actually good to see them in the at least the play in at least. I hope they make the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Them versus the Grizzlies would be a pretty good first series. Um mm. just seeing one of those teams advance would be good. Um yeah, exactly. Moving on to, to the Grizzlies, who are the second seed and have been playing better without Jar. Um, do you really think they're a, a full-on contender at this stage? Or do you think they're still, they've got to get their playoff experience in and they'll probably go out and say the second round this year and then build again next year? Yeah, I, I'd say that. But then again, everyone thought Atlanta were going to get bounced out first round. They ended up making mm. the conference finals. So, um it, it could happen. Yeah, I, I think with especially with the way teams play defense in the um in the playoffs, and that it'll be a lot harder for maybe Jar to get to where he wants to be. Who knows? Obviously, the caliber of a player that Jar is, you know, he could he could excel more in the playoffs against harder conditions. Yeah, it'll be it'll be inter- yeah it'll be interesting to see because obviously the playoffs are a lot more. Um, competitive, well, not competitive, but like a lot more tougher and full on, and 
the refs don't call as much. But um, I feel like that would just suit the Grizzlies even more the way they play. They don't really give a shit and they like being rough. Um, bring yeah. back bring back the grit and grind Grizzlies. Um, what do you think the biggest attribute to them has been this year? Whether it's the young players, certain players standing out. What do you think? Oh, it's definitely you, – you can't go past Jar. Yeah. And I, I feel like ability. it's a bit, bit, bit of the depth as well, but go on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just Jar and his ability. He, he's just – he's awesome to watch. Obviously, mm. you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. has flown under the radar with his defense, uh, defense had, you know, Dylan Brooks as well. Mm. Um, Isaiah Williams, both been outstanding. And obviously – uh, your boy Stephen Adams. Yes, what a man! He's a king. Real solid. He goes unnoticed. What he does is, when Jar drives to the paint, he's boxing out the center, yeah. so the center doesn't actually get in a position hmm. to to block it or. He's parry basically it setting an off-ball screen. Yeah. And he's not like at times he can be moving, but it's so like discreet and everything. Um, yeah, and because he's so solid to get around, that's why it's hard. And what I find interesting at the start of the year, everyone thought. Like, what the fuck are the Grizzlies doing? Trading away Valanchunas. They're, mm. at the time, arguably their joint best player for Stephen Adams and um, I can't remember. Who, who's the pick that went to him? Um, it would have uh, been Dallas's pick, wasn't it? Because uh, they, didn't they get... Th- this year, he's who's on the bench from this year? I forget his name. Zaya Williams. Yeah, for Zaya Williams. And everyone was giving them so much shit and now they've just gone and done this. I find it. I mean, they've so, still got Taya Williams, but like... Yeah. No, but like they were giving them crap because they um, traded up, I think, to get him instead yeah. of taking him at 18 or whatever they had. Um, I can't remember the exact details, but they were just copying it and it's it's quite funny. But if you, if you had to give them a percentage chance to make the finals, what are, what are, you, what are you giving them? Probably a... 10 maybe mm. i mean the west is pretty tough with yeah. phoenix so i think phoenix is the only one that you could say 50 percent, and the rest yeah i mean 25. a healthy warriors team mm. but i mean i feel like last year with phoenix's team they got experience on yeah. the finals and what it's like so um you know it'd be it'd be tough to get past them and especially the way they've been playing this year they've just been knocking off easy mm. they've been knocking off hard teams like it's nothing, and they're just so, so yeah. well rounded. Like exactly, Cam Johnson. I think he's been sitting out a bit, but like Monty Williams got, is one hundred percent winning coach of the year. Like, you would he would nearly have to at this stage because he should have won it off. last year. Cavs have dropped off. I mean, Bulls have dropped off. They were the other two candidates. I mean, you could give it to the Grizzlies head coach. He's only yeah. six six games behind, or only six or seven games. That's a fair bit, but. Um, I don't know. It has to be between them two, you would think. Um, finally, the Jazz, the fifth seed, tied with Nuggets on games, but they have the tiebreaker for six. Um, they choked a 20-point lead today to the Clippers, who had Paul George returning. Do you really give them any hope in the playoffs this year? And do you think there'll be a bit of an explosion if they don't make it past a certain round? I mean, Donovan's already pissed off. Uh, mm. I'll just get up a tweet real quick of what he said. But, yeah, he wasn't wasn't happy, apparently. 
uh, he was saying he got asked. I can't remember what he got asked about, but he's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's the same shit. I don't know. <laughs> and obviously the Knicks fans just gravitated towards that, <laughs> trying to get him in. But yeah, I do. I don't see him going far. Mm. And I do see something blowing up, maybe a potential situation like what happened in Philly. I don't, yeah. I don't see Donovan Mitchell sitting out, but I see him maybe wanting out. Yeah. And Gobert's not going to be the one that gets traded. It'll be Mitchell. Yeah. Because... Oh, I feel like... Well, obviously, Utah valued uh, Donovan more yeah. than Gobert, but yeah. Gobert's yeah. like a three-times defensive player of the year. You need... Mm. You know, offense starts with defense, so... And if Donovan's getting pissed off in Utah, is he really going to want to stay? No. If he just got I... rid of... Um, Go Bear. I don't think Go Bear is necessarily his issue. I think it's just the whole team and maybe the I organization. I just think it's stupid this... that you're still starting Jordan Clarkson off the bench. And yeah, yeah. That's, it's cool and all that. But and yeah, he scores a lot of points off the bench. But he obviously should be starting. Then mm. I, I don't do the maths and the analytics for that. So they just I don't know. Pl- they play a weird brand of. They don't. Go Bear is such a liability on offense. Like he does so well on defense, obviously, but. He can't do jack shit on offense. Like, at least you got Steven Adamson's like stuff doing different sort of moves and at least doing something. Gobert only really scores dunks when it's alley oop to him or something, which is obviously helpful. But, yeah, like, well, I mean, so does Clint Capella. But... Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like they, they shouldn't have traded Joe Ingles. <laughs> no, oh, even man, though he had an Jing- injury. <laughs> poor, poor Jingles, man. Like, he was. Gave his gave his hold to that team and he um did not get just rewarded. Get, yeah, didn't get rewarded. But I mean that jazz. I, was, I think I was up. saying this to someone the other day. I was saying if we get Donovan Mitchell, I'd also like us to bring over Royce O'Neal. Yeah, he's a good player. He, yeah, I, I like him. Um, the just the brand of basketball they play is just boring, and it's not. Yeah, it's just if Donovan's not on, the whole team's not on. I mean, it works in the regular season, but that can that can yeah. only get you so far, and especially when you're coming up against a team mm. like Phoenix, play pretty fast, but ISO ball, and mm. the Warriors as well. Like you're going to get found out pretty easily. I mean, they lost a game six series. They lost a series in game six last year without against the Clippers without Paul George or Kawhi. <laughs> that mm. that's saying something, but um. We'll go on to your favourite part of this week, um, a game called Pirtle, obviously named after Jakob, the king. <laughs> um, now, Sharpie, you're going to have to tell me how this is working because I'm controlling it and I don't want to fuck it up. But That's fine. What am I doing here? Oh, would you click on the X thing? Uh, okay, I'm Basically, clicking Basically, it's X. like Wordle, so I'm assuming. So you show, show the silhouette and you just have a guess on who that looks like. Looks like Jeremiah yeah. Robinson Earl or... Isaiah Roby. <laughs> I was thinking more Aaron Gordon, but my first guess, and this is always Tony Bradley. So I'll go. Are we going I'll Tony go Bradley? Tony Bradley, just for just because it. Just started. to make sure, even though he doesn't have that hair. Okay, so he's small. He's in the West. Doesn't uh, well, that, does that mean he's in the West? Yeah, it means in the West. So maybe try Aaron Gordon. Oh Ooh. well, he's in the actually he's in the same division as he's, he's the JRE. Same t- oh wait, try JRE. 
If it's Jeremiah number Robinson, number fifty as well. Now. It's number fifty as well. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. I've actually never seen what Jeremiah looks like, but I just saw number fifty there, and I'm like, hang on a second. I am a king. I am so glad that's on record. No, you did this earlier. No, no, no. <laughs> what a king! Oh, now, now I could now I could do mine on my phone. <laughs> Play this oh, I wonder who it's going to be. Oh, what? Robinson Earl? <laughs> All right. Um, we'll be doing this every week. Oh, yeah. Once every week. Obviously, you can't do it more than once. Um, we might even... I've been thinking about getting maybe a bit of an NBA quiz just to test us um, each week that we could do. I'll discuss that with you more um, after. But we'll go to that time of the week. Slugs. Horsey, horsey tips. <laughs> All right. So his first one is Bendigo race four, number seven, Remark. His second one's Bendigo race seven, number 10, Cardigan Queen. And he's each way of the day paying $19. Randwick race nine, number 21, Banker's Choice. So it's Sam Allen's Choice, who's not with us. But, um, He's alive, but he's, he's yeah, just yeah. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> which which part? But um, <laughs> have you got your weekly multi ready? Mine didn't yep. get up last week, I don't think. But I don't think mine did either. Mine never gets up. But I have a feel. I have a good feeling about this one. Um, I've gone uh, the Knicks to beat Charlotte, the Boston to beat Miami, Phoenix to beat Golden State, Minnesota to beat Toronto, Adelaide to beat Port Adelaide. And oh, Greater Western Sydney to beat uh, Gold Coast, and that is paying forty nine dollars. Jesus, we've we've got a few similar ones in there, but I've got a few different ones. So I've got Melbourne to beat Essendon, um, Port Adelaide to beat Adelaide, Geelong to beat Collingwood, Charlotte to beat the Knicks. So obviously, two Sharpies, two teams there. <laughs> so they'll probably backfire. I go for Bulldogs, uh, but. Oh yeah, I, I don't know why I think Collingwood just. Oh I just, yeah, I, I just watch them. Yeah, that's why. Wolves versus Wolves to beat the Raptors as well, and Suns to beat the Warriors. So it's six legs paying twelve dollars sixty one. Um, I mean we've all won one, but if you win that, I'll I'll give you major props because there's a lot of legs that are different to mine in there. Um. We'll go to the footy. And have you been watching more football this season? Or is it just me that have been um, thinking you have? I've watched a few games. I I just I mainly just sit there and mm. just watch it. But I watched I watched Collingwood on the weekend. I watched Bulldogs obviously against Carlton, which that was mm. not that fun to watch. Um I watched I watched Frio play. I basically just watch teams if I know yeah. who's in them. Um, but Collingwood, I was just watching with my dad, so yeah, um, and obviously well, I watched Sydney versus Geelong. Yeah, well, obviously we'll get to that. Um, well, we will, but I didn't even write that down actually. Um, what what in who what impressed you other than the buddy? Um, we will last week I did it just teams, but in this stage we'll just go players, teams, whatever you want. What impressed you from the weekend or what player? Uh, player-wise, I like Jack Crisp from Collingwood. I reckon he's he so fun to watch. He, yeah, he, he had he a bad so week first week. And... Yeah, he was like he went unnoticed a bit. Mm. 
um, first week. Ollie Henry kicking that goal from the boundary. I thought that was a nice goal. Uh, I can't really say much about the Bulldogs because it was pretty, it was pretty sad. Mm. But you know, he came close and everything. But to be honest, I'll actually just give it to Carlton there. They they've got off to a hot oh, start here for the season. Ridiculous. Whilst he's doing well. Um, and, oh wait, how can I go play a Hawthorne? Yes. What the hell? Gee, they are playing some unreal footy. And like we were talking about it with Frizy, who's obviously a Hawk supporter, the other week when they played North, even though it wasn't like the most like best opponent, they still looked like they were playing good football. And then sure enough, yeah. they come up against Port and absolutely obliterate I, them. I've been watching a couple of interviews. I don't know from how long ago, but it was when um, I think Sam Mitchell was their midfield coach. Yeah. And apparently on how he prepares repairs the midfield and everything. It's very interesting. And, you know, Sam Mitchell's obviously a great footballer. And now I think with the mentoring from Clarko, I think over the years on how to get it, get his team right and what mm. he's doing now with Hawthorne and that, I think that's, it's been awesome. It, it is good. And I know a lot of people hate Hawthorne, but I actually, I, I, I kind of have a soft spot, but I only like them some sort this year because of Sam Mitchell. Like I used to like them because of Sam Mitchell when he played and Luke Hodge and that, but um, there's not many players on that team that I like now, but um, I'm surprised one person, you didn't name one person that impressed you, which I've got down, which reluctantly I put down, Will Brody. The, yeah. the local man had 26 touches for Freo. He started I've, on the bench as well. And obviously like it's, they lost and it's um Brayshaw had 40 and like a goal or two but mm. um it was a pretty close game I mean, it was a pretty scrappy yeah, game really it was very scrappy but um he might have do you feel like he's maybe found his place there? he might he's going to get a lot more first team football than he did at gold coast obviously but do you I reckon mean, it can continue or might change when five from I mean, that it's only been back? the first two games but mm. i'm hoping to see him in there more obviously He's, he's good to watch and everything when he plays. He had seven tackles as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he does play more. Mm. You know, it was very, very disappointing. You know, obviously, I'm not going to fabricate anything, but see how he played footy and to make it to the AFL. It was, mm. you know, it was pretty cool to see him get there, but and then to not see him play many games, which was, which was disappointing. Yeah. But to see him now playing, getting regular team football is is pretty cool. Now we just need Tom Brown to get a few games under his belt. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to be playing last week. Hopefully he does. Hopefully with, I don't want to wish any injuries or anything, but uh, they got is their first de- win in the VFL at least. Is um, the debutant that played in round one for Richmond? Did he play last week? Yeah, Gibkiss, he played. Yeah, um, obviously the Coleman medalist. Uh, Soldo, yeah, what a king! Yeah. Two goals. He's on track. His goal. Oh, goal of the Thanks year! Goal. Give it to him. <laughs> Big square head. He's such a funny looking bloke, but he's a king. Um, all right, we'll go to what disappointed you uh, the last week. Um, not personally, <laughs> um, footy wise. Do you have anything? Man, bulldogs mainly. I feel oh, yeah, like they would have. I feel like they would have bounced back a bit better, um, but Geelong also. Mm. I think obviously they versus Essendon round one. They're not known to be a yeah. special team, 
But, but to get blown out, geez. But to, yeah, to get, I know they would have had a lot of pressure and with Buddy and everything, pretty much fed the ball to him the whole mm. game. But yeah, you know, it was still disappointing for them to lose. And uh, now they're going to try and bounce back against mm-hmm. a pretty good Collingwood team this weekend. Um, I've, I've gone with Dusty. Obviously, you can't be disappointed in what he's done field-wise, but just the reports that he might not play again, he might retire, which is pretty very, very upsetting as a Richmond supporter. Um, I mean, I hope he comes back, but then again... The circumstances on yeah. why is, is you yeah, know, you can't. It's you understandable. Can't You're not going to argue with him leaving football for that. Um, yeah, I mean, look at Dane Beams. He, he did the same. Yeah, thing. I hope he comes back, but um, I feel like Richmond just need to be prepared that he's not going to. And yeah. um, and I don't, by the sounds of it, Richmond aren't going to push him. Um, yeah, well, and you, you can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially when he's, uh, I think. Hardwick said the other day he's paid the club 10 times over with what he's done. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, we'll go to Buddy's 1000th. Now, our good mate and our NFL pro that's been on here before, Brad, was at the game. Um, he, he enjoyed it. He, he loves the Swannies. He enjoyed it and uh, got a few videos from him. But um, what a moment. I mean, yeah, we won't awesome. say that again, will we? Not for a while. I mean, the way the game's been played mm. today, you know, you would never see something like that. I don't see anyone really kicking a hundred goals in his season or a thousand goals in their career. Yeah, for at least the next fifty years. Maybe sold over it. <laughs> yeah, that or Mason Cox with his four eye vision. He once he figures out how to control it. Um, double the vision, double the skill. <laughs> exactly. He's still shit then. <laughs> um, but we'll go to the bloke that marked the ball. Um, now, I when he when he first had it, the rumours were he was getting a fair bit of money. But in the end, all he did was give it back and he got two five-year memberships, signed footy boots and jumper, and he got to obviously meet Buddy and hand the ball back. We're, Hypothetically, you put you in this situation, would you take that deal? Yeah. Really? I mean, I mean I'd, I'd give it back. I, I, that's the thing. I. Do you know what you know what Tom Brady got for his? Yeah, you got like five hundred thousand or something, and and a bitcoin. I I would I would at least at minimum ask for fifty grand. A minimum, because if you put that ball on eBay, you're getting that. I would say with ease. I mean, if you're already telling people who you are and you've got the yeah, ball, I mean, that's you, the you're issue. holding yourself up. Yeah. You're holding yourself liable mm. for something to happen. But it's good that he gave it back. Yeah, good. I mean, I mean like, he's a better bloke than I am. I would have held out for a hundred grand or something. But I, I heard that I was watching the um thing on the news and he, apparently he took an Uber home. <laughs> he, got, he, went, he went straight out of there and got an Uber home. Oh, I mean, I can't blame him. Who was going to stick around for that? I mean, they were all too focused on getting to Buddy anyway, so they wouldn't have noticed. Would you regret, though, not running on the field because you're never going to get to do that again? Uh, I mean, like... you can, but you just have to pay a big fine. But Yeah. I mean, to be part of that moment... Would have been sick. Would have been, would have been sick. And obviously, you know, Brad got to be part of that, which is awesome. It's cool that one of us at least got to experience something mm. like that. 
and you know you can never take that away from anyone especially because it's never going to happen again and especially but, for, um, to him to happen to a, his team at least like yeah, it's not like exactly. he's just like gone yeah but it's yeah not like he's just a Geelong fan that's ran on the ground yeah but they've got to experience that anyway yeah um, kicking the bloody bags of goals in the 90s yeah <laughs> um final thing game of the week yeah you've you've got the yeah you've chosen Collingwood versus Geelong who are you taking I'm going to take Collingwood here, but it'll be—I right. think it'll be a nail biter though. This is even I, though Collingwood's Collingwood's mm. been pushed out to like two dollars seventy, and they're they're going in as underdogs as a team that's like second on the on the ladder. I mean, who have they played t- first? St Kilda, which I uh, thought they were going to be a lot better, and who they play on the weekend? Adelaide. Adelaide. I, I I think it, they always relatively have a good game. These two teams. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see the midfield battle because Dangerfield got shut down basically three quarters of that game, and that's when the Swans killed him. But um, even like, like players like Lep- Lepinski and that, like Lepinski's had a hot start to the season. Lepinki, he, he is and, looking um, good. And obviously, they Collingwood moved to Goey into the midfield pretty early on. He, I'm still not a big fan of him, even though he's in my super coach. But <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week, Sharpie. Thanks for joining us. Not too easy. We will see you next week when we will more than likely be going through our MVP and NBA awards. Um, so since it will be the last week. Um, bye.